Well, welcome to episode 19 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell. We're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Each week, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore. On a regular basis, we'll interview special guests and occasionally even have a guest host. I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to subscribe to the podcast, become a regular listener, invite your friends to join us as well. It's a great way for us to connect midweek. If you miss it live on Wednesdays at noon, you can always go back and catch it later. Each episode is archived on our YouTube channel and other popular podcast platforms. My guest today is my good friend Walter Rouse, our church administrator here at Lakeshore. Welcome, Walter. Thank you, Randy. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to talk with us today. Uh, I would like for everybody to get to know you a little better. I know you've been around Lakeshore for a long time, but tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, where you grew up, those kinds of things. How much time do we have? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's give us the, uh, the shorter Reader's Digest condensed version. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, I was born in 1946, and like my friend Greg Comp said, I was born at a very young age. That's right. <laughs> I like to share the story that I was born literally on a tobacco farm in Lenore County, North Carolina, uh, over toward the Atlantic coast. And my favorite story about being born in a farmhouse was that that farmhouse didn't have bathroom facilities. Oh. Uh, but I didn't need them for the first couple <laughs> of years. <laughs> and by the time I was two, we moved into another house on the farm that did have it. So yeah. I come from a farm background, and I lived there for the 18 years through high school, and then in 1964, I went to East Carolina College in Greenville, North Carolina, which then subsequently, after I joined the student body, became East Carolina University, direct association. Right, if you an honor it. of you being there. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I graduated from East Carolina in 1968. And uh, if you remember your history, 1968 was the year of the Tet Offensive in Vietnam, and I had been drafted in my junior year, uh, but got deferred because I was a passing student. But all of that meant was they were going to draft me again after I graduated. Yeah. So I pulled the tables and I enlisted. And I now look back and know that that was one of the first decisions that I made in my life, that God already had a hand in where my life was going to be led because enlisting turned out to be one of the great uh, blessings to my life. Um, I then uh, went into the Army in the infantry, and every soldier that was in the military in 1968 knew what their ultimate destination was going to be. It was going to be in Vietnam. It was right. the year of the biggest buildup of uh, troops in Vietnam. But also God had a hand in making me uh, meet some specific qualifications in a very unusual manner, and I won't go into all of that detail, but I finally got selected in uh, November of 1968 and was ultimately assigned to the 3rd Infantry at Arlington National Cemetery in a very specialized battalion, the Presidential Honor Guard, the uh, battalion that does all of the Army military funerals in Arlington National, and that was a really great privilege in my life. Um, when I exited the Army in 1970, I began my work career, and I spent uh, 35, 36 years in the apparel industry with various companies uh, between uh, my hometown in Lenore County, Kenston, North Carolina, 
I went up to Baltimore for a year. I came to Wilmington, North Carolina for three and a half years. I was in Greensboro, North Carolina for three and a half years, and the company that I was with there ultimately gave me a promotion and transferred me to Nashville in 1981. So I've been a Nashvillian since 1981. Now, that same company later in 2001 chose to eliminate my job. And uh, at age 55, I was out of work from my 35-year career. Right. I never, ever once had any doubt about how God was going to take care of us. Uh, and I, I really look back on that and, and know that that was uh, a demonstration of uh, total faith in God because at that particular time, uh, I knew that I had a, a pension coming to me from the company that I had been with for 25 of those last of those 36 years. Right. And I also knew that uh, it wasn't far down the road when I would qualify for Social Security. And yet seven days later, uh, after losing that job, a fellow from Lakeshore Christian Church came to me and asked me if I would come work for Lakeshore. Right. I wonder and who that guy that's was. that's my friend, Pastor Randy. And <laughs> We have, uh, I came to Lakeshore in 1996 as a direct result of the children's ministry at Lakeshore. Uh, the church that my wife and I and family had been attending was a uh, dying church because the membership were getting old and, and no new people were being drawn to that particular congregation. And our six children at the time comprised 50% of the youth movement <laughs> at that church. Right. And we kept hearing these wonderful things from various people in the community about how Lakeshore was growing uh, again, this goes back to 1995, 1996, and so we came here and we placed our membership here in October of 1996, and uh, I had begun teaching Sunday school at that former church about 1994, and about six or eight months after I came to Lakeshore, you invited me to uh, create a uh, course here at Lakeshore that wasn't really Sunday school. It was a, an education course that the elders wanted taught here. And I'll get into that detail in just a few minutes down the road. Yeah. So I also uh, later found employment uh, with a local Christian fulfillment company. And so I worked simultaneous jobs, uh, both seemingly part-time, but turning them both into full-time opportunities a little later down the road. And within a year of joining that company, I was named general manager of that small company. So I continued that until 2010. Right. So beginning in 2002, I worked for Lakeshore uh, simultaneously while working another job. And since 2010, I've been full-time here at Lakeshore. Yeah, uh, other than Mike Scherer and myself, you're the longest tenured uh, uh, person on staff here Remaining. at Lakeshore. <laughs> yes, and we uh, we are thankful for that. Uh, I uh, know let, let's correct it. Uh, Swartz has about eight months on Oh, me. okay, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. fourth in line now. Okay. Swartz has from October to February. Oh, right. Not, not eight months, for four or five months. Longer tenure here than I do. Yeah, I guess I was thinking about when you first joined instead of when you actually started yes. the, the job. Yeah, yeah. so I was That's a good. member maybe six, five to six years before you invited me to come on staff. Yeah. And um, to show that God has a sense of humor, 
your specific challenge to me was, we think we need somebody. Come and tell us if we do. <laughs> and of course, I told you that you did. Of course, yeah. And I met all the qualifications. It's strange how that happens. It just worked out that way. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, as the church was growing, we knew we needed somebody to come in and uh, do more of the, uh, we call that position now church administrator, and that's a lot of things under that umbrella. And uh, Walter's done a great job there. We'll talk more, too. He, he does much more than just what he's paid to do on staff as administrator and volunteer service here. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the job itself. The can, I, can I also get back? And in, in I didn't include my family, and I, I yeah. dare not miss that. That's right. Okay. Uh, my wife Lucy and I uh, met in 1981 when I came to Nashville. We worked for the same company. And... Um, a little later, we both had divorces, and we became a couple, and we married in 1988. Um, she has four children, and I have two living children. So together, uh, the first couple of years we were married, we had six kids in a three-bedroom house, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, now those six kids have delivered to us nine grandchildren, and literally any minute— Today, tomorrow, we expect to be great grandparents. Oh, great! Our uh, our grandson's uh, wife is expecting. Literally, can go any minute now. Well, that's great! Congratulations! So on we that. are really, really excited about that. Every time the phone rings, I'm grabbing it and hoping, Watching for that, hoping right. this moment right. is the moment right. that we find out. So and we, we know it, we know it is a we know it is a boy. It's so. a boy. So if we get interrupted, you'll know what it is. <laughs> well, he'll need to go take care of that call for sure. That's great. Well, I, I did want people to know, uh, I appreciate you sharing about your family, and we love having you and Lucy. Lucy's very involved here at Lakeshore as well, and uh, very much uh, alongside you and serving here, and we love that. Uh, I wanted to give everybody just a, a brief overview. Uh, first of all, let's just start with the, the paid position administrator. What are some responsibilities you're taking care of as the church administrator? Then? Well, the single most important is I am financial manager. Uh, we don't have a treasurer per se. Uh, so I handle all things financial, and, and that is 100% inclusive of uh, handling the tithes and offerings. I am the single only person who handles tithes and offerings. It's kept so confidential that that information rests solely in me. I record all of the givings, and I uh, handle all of the bank accounts. I pay all of the bills. I, I, I do everything related to uh, income and outgo of money here at Lakeshore. I have oversight with the elders in that I report the financial condition of, of, of the church uh, on a quarterly basis and any other time I'm asked for specific information. Right. And that that really is an awesome position for many reasons. In the early earliest days of handling all of this uh, giving and receiving of tithes and offerings, it, it became quite um, concerning to me that I had all of this private information about the amounts that families give. But then God spoke to me very clearly, and he said, their giving is between me and them, not you and them. Yeah. And at that point, I was able to just release it and let God have that information. I can confirm that a very, very large percentage of our membership obviously tithe based upon the amounts of money that an individual or a family gives at any regular period of time. So 
we're always excited about that, and our right. challenge is to encourage other people to discover the trust that they can really have in God yeah. by by deciding to go ahead and make the tithe. Right. Yeah, we've got a, a series coming up, as a matter of fact, called The Quest, where we're going to spend several weeks uh, going through a book that uh, my friend Darren Key wrote. Darren's going to be a guest on the podcast here in a week or so and talk about that. But we always want to, we do an annual encouragement of people to look at stewardship from a biblical, godly perspective and uh, being able to give the tithe is a part of that learning to trust God with your whole life. It's not just about the money. It really is. I've experienced it with my own life when I lost my career job, a six-figure salary job when I was 55 years old. And within seven months, God had provided me with three different jobs that I didn't apply for, didn't ask for. He provided for me. And then the sum total of my income for that one first year exceeded any year I'd made before. And (laughs) if if that isn't God providing, I don't know of any other way that I can explain it. Yeah, you've got a great testimony on that. And I know you share that with people regularly. On a regular basis, exactly. So, And I've also had the um, pleasure of seeing God work in other people's lives when people come and ask Lakeshore for assistance, how God provides through the community, through the the way his plan is set up to provide for people. He promises to provide your daily needs, and that can always be met if they trust in God. It's it's exciting how many times I see that happen. Yeah, it it brings joy. I can see the joy it brings to you and to us as a staff here at Lakeshore when we're able to turn around and help people that legitimately need some help, but because of the generosity of our church family, we're able to make a, a real impact in people's lives there and, and in supporting ministries around the world as well. So, and it's an opportunity uh, to really get people to take that step of trust in God. And once they realize he always keeps his promises, they then change their lives accordingly. Absolutely. Yeah. I know another part of your administrative work is, uh, you, you help us with uh, building, taking care of the building and the use of the building and the scheduling of things with the yeah. building and all that. I'm yeah. totally responsible for the property and everything that uh, is involved. So at that point, it becomes a business. And uh, the business uh, assets, the building, the property have to be maintained. Uh, everything from cleaning the parking lot to flushing the toilets yeah. <laughs> and all things included. And therein lie the biggest challenges in this job. And uh, in today's economy, uh, finding reliable service providers is an extreme challenge. And we can't always get things done as rapidly as we would choose to do them simply because service providers are just so strained that that they can't provide. Uh, We see businesses just yesterday. I found a a very popular restaurant here in this area closed its doors simply because they the the staffing wouldn't allow them to keep operating right profitably uh, but maintaining the the property and scheduling events for people who want to use our property for outside events all of those things fall under my job responsibilities and uh yeah you know, I, I like to jokingly tell people when the fire alarm goes off at 2.30 in the morning, I'm the only one that gets called. Yeah, and I intentionally <laughs> set it up that way. 
<laughs> I don't want that call. But no, we that, appreciate that. That doesn't happen often, but yeah. the burglary alarm does go burglar alarm does go off uh, sometimes more frequently. Yeah, and with two campuses too, it makes it a little bit more challenging since we've added the other campus. Uh, you've got the responsibility of, of oversight of that property as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, we appreciate all that you do on that, and that's just a, a, a toe in the bucket, so to speak, of all that Walter does. Uh, we appreciate that uh, he does so much on staff. Uh, but also, uh, he volunteers and serves in so many other ways and uh, has been a blessing to us in that area. So tell us a little bit about some of the other work you do just on a volunteer basis, just to serve the Lord and, and honor him and how you can use your gifts here at Lakeshore. Well, most of the people at Lakeshore see me every Sunday morning. Most of the people at the Antioch campus see me every Sunday morning because uh, one of my responsibilities that I've taken on is being in charge of the greeters ministry, and I have great people assisting me in that. Uh, Chuck Gwaltney does a great job in helping me to schedule the people and make sure we have adequate people to greet our visitors and to greet our regular members. Uh, I personally am a very outgoing person. I love to greet and beat people, uh, new people, I love to welcome people to Lakeshore, get to know them individually. And uh, you and I have uh, interplay every Sunday morning, uh, helping each (laughs) other remember people's names. Right. (laughs) Uh, But I know for a fact from having done this now for about 10 years, I guess, that people appreciate being called by name when they walk in the door and greeted warmly and and making to feel that, yes, this is my church family, and family is all important for for that feeling. Uh, So greeters greeters ministry is something that I fully enjoy. I'm also responsible for our safety team. Uh, We we, uh, don't call it security. We're not allowed to call it security because of certification needs. But we have men and women who volunteer to be outside and taking care of safety within our parking lot and uh, doing things during the service while everyone is inside of ensuring that automobiles and vehicles are are not uh, mishandled or any any troubles arise out there. So we value our safety team. Many of them uh, volunteer at night to be here when we have life groups and or other events happening here at night just to provide a level of eyes on and uh, hands on to Uh, provide some degree of safety. Yeah, I inserted a little little qualification for the safety team that was really important on Sunday mornings. I wanted to see how quick they could jump between me and anybody else that might be threatening me uh, (laughs) from the stage there. So uh, they they have to jump out quick. And uh, no, I'm just joking. He's not uh, really joking. We do have that (laughs) in place. We do have people who specifically are watching everything yeah. that goes on in the auditorium. Yeah. It's behind the scenes, and you you would never know who they are and what they're really doing. Yeah. But we do have people who are always eyes open for anything that's outside yes. of the norm because that's where it's going to come from if there ever is an yeah. event. Yeah, the, we do have to take it seriously. I, I joked about it a little bit, but we've got great volunteers, and they have uh, been right on the spot on several occasions where we had some things we might be concerned about, and uh, they've done a great job of making sure everybody's protected and well uh, well protected and, and are safe during our services and other events that we have here. I know you got other things you're doing, too. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the thing that uh, I guess I take the greatest pleasure in is teaching adult Bible Uh, Back in 1998, the elders asked me to um, 
create and teach an Old Testament history course. Now, you provided me with books that I used as an outline, but that course has been ongoingly taught here at Lakeshore since 1988. And uh, we've now condensed it down to a 13-week study that we call His Story yeah, I like instead the way you did of that. History right. because it, it points out everything that God did in the Old Testament was a template, a, a predecessor, predecessor to uh, Christ coming on the scene. And the promises that God made to Abraham and the Jews were fulfilled over a course of uh, 4,000 years. And we link all of those together to get us up to the point of the new covenant through Christ coming as promised by God. So that was the first course that we started teaching. Right. And I do want to do a little plug here because I, the series I'm in now, I, I've just completed just giving an overview. And it, it's a very general overview of the Old Testament flow of history through characters that we looked at, uh, eight specific characters that we looked at. If you missed that, it's on our YouTube channel, uh, those services on Sunday mornings. Uh, but Walter's course goes very much more in-depth and get more details there. Uh, if, you're, if you've got just a, a desire to learn more about Old Testament history and how it connects to the New Covenant, Walter's class is a great opportunity for you to do that. How everything in the New Testament was, was created and planned for by God and examples were set in place. Yeah. It's incredible to be able to associate the two. It is. Right. And and the people who have taken this, literally hundreds of people have taken the, that particular course in the uh, 22 years now that it's been offered. So uh, we know it to be a successful course. The next one that I was asked to create was a, a course called Basic Christian Doctrines. And that takes um, what started out to be 13 of the cornerstones of the Christian religion and go into great detail about why they are important and how yeah. they came into being and what God intends to do with each of those yeah. doctrines. We've now reduced that down to a, a lower number, uh, probably eight, but we teach it over a course of 13 weeks. Okay. And we offer that periodically. Uh, the last one we offered was... Uh, Spring of last year, I think so, so we're yeah. ready to offer one again, yeah. hopefully in January of this year. And the final one was one that I created on my own volition. Uh, in part of my individual Bible uh, reading and study, I found that the more I learned, the more I wanted to learn. Yeah. And, and God opened my mind and opened my heart. And I borrowed from Randy um, his uh, commentary. It was an 18-volume set of commentary on the New Testament. And uh, I enjoyed it so much, but I dared not mark up his books, which I tend to do when I study. So I bought my own set of the books. And uh, when I got to the book of Romans, it was just uh, shaking my world. I studied it and studied it and studied it and, and finally decided that this is something that more mature Christians need. Uh, while we have the basic doctrines for even the most basic first-time walk in Christianity, this one would be the next level up. This right. would be the 201 or the 301 course in Romans. And uh, I've enjoyed teaching it now about three times and look forward to people wanting to have that one taught again absolutely we respond to people's interest yeah. so if you have interest in any one of these three courses just let me know and 
if when I see enough interest is there, we'll schedule another one. Yeah, you can email Walter. I think it's just Walter at LakeshoreChristian.com. Right? And it's on the website right. if you need to click on it. There you go. If you can't even remember that. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I want you to know, uh, Walter is an excellent teacher, and when he when he does these classes, we always get excellent feedback, and uh, it's a gift. Uh, and, but it is also a gift that he has honed and worked on and and uh, prepared well for. Uh, so that doctrine class is excellent. If you've not gone through just a basic Bible doctrine class before, that's a great place to start. Uh, that history class, if you have any inclination to to love history, the Bible history in particular, that's a great class. And then I agree with you, the Romans class is more like a 301 or level or next level yeah. up class that I think people would really enjoy. Once you have some good basic knowledge of Scripture, that, that going deeper is, is important for us as we continue to grow in our discipleship journey with Jesus. So, and, and I want to comment on one thing that you have always taught that evidenced itself in my teaching. People always want to know what are my spiritual gifts. Yeah. And, and as you have well said, spiritual gift tests can be tailored to come out to what you want them to be. But what I have discovered in my life is that God wanted me to teach yeah. and he, he gave me skills and he gave me the ability to bring it down to an easy to understand level. We know that to be the case by the hundreds of people that have taken these courses in 22 to 24 years and gave, gave feedback right. to it. So God blesses these courses, and he uses me as the voice to get his word uh, disseminated. And, and, and it's, it's just a, an exciting time when you see a Christian come up with an understanding that they yeah. didn't have before. See that light come on. See it's the a light joy. come yeah. on. I've literally had one person, that, when we're talking about fate, to jump up out of her chair and say, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, of course, that was a— That a, makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, it's a keynote time. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I love those uh, the, the feedback that we get. We, we try to make sure that what we're doing here at Lakeshore is really helping. We, we have this theme. We, we exist to connect people to Christ and each other, to grow people to maturity in Christ, and to serve people in the name of Christ. And that teaching element there is a huge part of that connecting, growing, and serving because they are all directly connected to an understanding of Scripture. So, Walter, I want to thank you for joining us today. It's a joy to have you here. Uh, we'll try to have you back on sometime again in the future, but I uh, appreciate your time. Today. Can, I, can I add one more thing, please? Absolutely. Um, when I started serving Lakeshore, my wife wanted to get involved in serving Lakeshore. So Lucy now participates in our children's ministry. She participates in our greeters ministry. And she goes out of her way out of her way to reach out to ladies that she knows who have needs and yeah. she responds to them on an individual basis. So uh, it has been a joy for me to see her get involved in this. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the things, too, I, I might mention, just along with all the other hats that, that they wear, Walter and Lucy have both been very instrumental in helping with some other couples with marriage counseling and, and struggles that they're going through in marriages. Walter and Lucy have been very open and willing to share and help some people with that as well, uh, with their marriages. Uh, so that's just another way God is using, uh, that's especially the two of you together, how God is using you. Uh, both as a couple to Amen. help other couples. If, if, yeah. When you think about all the mistakes yeah. that we have made, that I have personally made in the former relationships, how do you make a relationship better? Well, there are answers, right. and there are simple answers. 
people aren't always willing to do the little extra hard work to, to yeah. turn them into simple solutions, right. but they, it can be done. And, and we have literally dozens of couples that we have been, God has been able to work through us to help those yeah. people uh, solve their relationship problems and save some marriages. And so, yes, that yeah. is a, a deeply meaningful ministry that we do. And I hadn't even Remember to put that one on my list. Well, I definitely remember that. As a pastor, I'm so thankful to have uh, Walter on staff and then willing to serve in all those other ways and Lucy as well. So thanks again, Walter. We appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Uh, Before we go, I want to update you on just a few things we have going on here at Lakeshore. We've got uh, life group signups always going on. If you're not already connected to a life group, we'd love to help you get connected. You can go to our website, lakeshorechristian.com, or either of our kiosks, kiosk at either campus on Sundays, where you could sign up to become part of a life group. We'd love to get you connected before we start the Quest study together, which will be beginning the end of October all the way through November. So if you need help getting connected, please take that step, and we'll follow up with you. We have Trunk or Treat coming up. It's a big outreach event for the church. We're going to do it on October the 29th. Uh, It's from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. You can volunteer to help in several ways. You can donate candy. Uh, You can serve as a a helper that, that day of the event. We especially need more people to sign up to do a trunk. That's where at either campus, if you have a vehicle you can put out there, just open up the trunk or give out of the back of a truck, whatever vehicle you have. Give out candy and interact with the families as they come through the line there. It's a real good connection point for our communities. We have scheduled a BB gun shoot coming up for our guys on November the 12th. Uh, don't worry, you won't shoot your eye out. We've got well, uh, good supervision for it. Uh, we'll do a breakfast starting at 8 o'clock that morning, that's Saturday, and then the shooting will be after that. And guys are encouraged to bring their sons with them for this uh, BB gun shoot as a father-son event. We have another welcome lunch scheduled for November the 20th. That's Sunday. It'll be at both campuses. It'll be after the 10 o'clock service uh, at the Smyrna campus and after the 11 o'clock service at the Antioch campus. It's for people that are new to Lakeshore. If you've not been through one of these, it's a great time to meet some of the staff, ask any questions you might have, hear some of the history of Lakeshore and the vision for the future that we have. Uh, but you'll need to sign up for that in advance and choose what lunch option you would like to have. Those signups will be available beginning this weekend. So we encourage you to sign up and attend a welcome lunch. Yeah, we'd love for you to meet the staff members. Uh, the Tennessee Christian Teen Convention, that's for our high schoolers, is going to be in Gatlinburg again. It's January the 6th through the 8th, and registration is up and open for that. So if you have a high schooler, uh, go ahead and get them signed up as soon as you possibly can. This Sunday, October the 16th, we're going to continue our message series we're in called Bible 101. It's how to read and understand the Bible. We've completed a big overview of the Old Testament. This Sunday, we're going to start looking at the New Covenant, the New Testament, uh, and the Gospel of Jesus Christ, especially focusing on the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John this Sunday. We hope you'll invite others and join us there. We want to encourage you to invite family, friends, neighbors, co-workers to join us as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church. Thank you for joining us today for our podcast. Thank you. Thank you.